Hi, this is Hans Berg. Uh, you're listening to Synth Stories on Ask Audio. Welcome to Synth Stories. Every episode we feature an artist who shares their personal story with a specific hardware synth and demonstrates how they created a sound on one of their tracks using that synthesizer. If you're interested in becoming a better musician, producer or DJ, ask.audio is your online hub for daily news, reviews and tutorial articles. And in our academy, you'll discover video courses and free live masterclasses covering topics from synths to songwriting, mixing and mastering and specific music software like Logic Pro, Ableton Live, Cubase, Pro Tools and so much more. Hans Berg is a respected techno, house and experimental artist. He's just released a new EP, Pathfinder, on UFO station recordings. In this episode, Hans showcases the recent Pathfinder track and recreates the sounds using the Make Noise Teleharmonic synth module and the Electron Analog Rhythm drum machine. There's some useful sound design and synth tips that Hans reveals from his studio production workflow and live setup in this episode. Enjoy. I got into making music very early on an early stage. I was like early teens, I think, and I bought my first sampler when I was around 16 uh, because I was I heard like electronic music on the radio and I kind of didn't understand what it was I was listening to. I, I really liked it, but it was, yeah, I didn't know what it was. Like, how do they make these sounds? I, I didn't understand it. Like, how does it, what is a drum machine and what is a synthesizer? Well, I was actually younger than 16. I got my first sort of, it was a keyboard where you, with, a, with a rhythm section and built-in speakers and like you can have like 10 different sounds and you can have like 10 different rhythms like disco, rock, bossa nova but i was so frustrated because it didn't sound like the music on the radio and then i was 16 i bought a sampler and started slowly figuring out how it how it worked and i mean made some really really crappy music on it but it was started there basically and then i just got more and more stuff over the years so this ep pathfinder when i I started making this i think i started two years ago on this ep i i used uh, electron uh, analog uh, rhythm a lot and also my modular system because i think i just bought the rhythm so i was so happy to use it so that's why it's on all the tracks and and actually it's still on all my tracks Almost, I think almost all my tracks nowadays because it just sounds so good. Like uh, the kicks are unbelievable. Every time I find something new with it because it's so deep, you can dive into it. Like, I don't know, you can ha- have only that machine and make like a whole album with it, which is pretty amazing. And I think around the same time, maybe, I guess I bought special module for my modular system. From I have mostly make noise modules on, on here and I bought the the oscillator from them called the Telharmonic, which is super weird and I really love that one too. So I think I, I used that quite a lot on the EP on maybe, well, on two tracks maybe. But the modular system itself is on all the tracks as well on the EP. So kind of focused mainly to these two machines, I would say. And uh, especially the track Phase Shift. Naming techno tracks is difficult, so I just named it after the sort of synthesis I was Using I was usually using the phase modulation oscillator on the Telharmonic and voila, that's the name of the track, more or less. I actually did own a small modular system 
15 years ago or something. It was uh, like a, a couple of Dupfer things, uh, modules, uh, but I didn't really understand how to use them. I didn't make such, I made like kind of simple patches and uh, I had like some kind of really bad MIDI to CV interface. It was always out of tune and so I sold it off and then I forgot it all about modular stuff. But then uh, a couple of years ago when it came sort of came back into the music world. I thought it's time to get a modular again because it's it's good. It's I like like I like width, you know. I have like a plugins in my computer. I have uh, some digital synths, I have some analog synths, some modular as well. And then you have like a really broad palette you can make music with. I didn't really know what to start this time either, so I was just basically asking around on Facebook, like, give me tips what you should buy. A friend of mine told me, get some make noise uh, modules. And I thought, okay, cool. And I looked, looked it up and it sounded really interesting and great. So I bought a couple of modules to start with, like an oscillator and the maths module, which is you can do anything with basically and filter and a couple of things. By that time I didn't even know this whole East Coast, West Coast synthesis approach that you have different approaches that the make noise is more uh, West Coast synthesis and it's more like a Buckla synths and uh, not so much the Moog kind of synths that I'm used to. So this was really like a lucky break for me because now I really love this West Coast sy synthesis. It's kind of a new thing for me, uh, still after having this uh, modular system uh, like a couple of years. It's intriguing to connect stuff in a way that I'm not used to and to have like functions that I'm not used to. And like a lot of math and physics comes into this that I'm also like still learning a lot from and I think that's amazing. Also like in in make noise the the layout, the graphical layout on the modules is sometimes like a bit confusing I think. They have like weird fonts and weird arrows where things are going in first uh, that kind of really annoyed me because I thought like why why make it extra difficult for people but now I, I don't know I like it because it makes makes you try out more stuff because it is more difficult to understand what everything is doing I just have to try things out and see what's gonna happen with it and there's a lot of like happy accidents I think I mean with modular I think for me at least the whole point is that you don't know everything that's gonna happen if you know anything everything then it's, it's no fun. It's more about trying out stuff and like plugging cables everywhere and see what's gonna happen. And also you make like a tiny adjustment somewhere in the chain or in the patch and then like that changes the whole thing. And it's also so impossible to recreate a sound. If you had a sound and fool around too much with it, it it's gone. Kind of appealing there as well. The latest oscillator addition to my modular system then is the Make Noise Telharmonic and uh, it's I can play some things here. Um, so this one has um, three sound generators as a no noise output. And the parameters are also like, what does this mean? You have a centroid and flux. So you don't really, you just take a guess. What does the centroid and flux mean? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the noise. Yeah, 
I like this tone up here. Spooky stuff. I, I can imagine you can do pretty cool drum stuff with this noise. And of course you can always modulate stuff. Basically, that's the noise in a very simple... Oh, here we go as well. Oh, there's a pitch on the noise as well, of course. This is nice. This is really... This is fantastic no noise generator. generator. Uh, that's the noise. And uh, then we have the harmonic oscillator. So, <laughs> this is, it's like an additive harmonic oscillator, and and with this uh, one you can you can play chords also because you can pitch shift the oscillator so you can make any chords with it. Like wait, let's see, let's turn off this. Like. Which is pretty cool for to have in a modular system. Of course, you can uh, uh, put uh, CV signals on this, so you can automate everything, or you can control everything. Oh, this is nice. A little filter, yeah. And uh, then the. Face modulation, which is my favorite sound, because it has just an amazing sound. And this is the one I used on the EP. This is pretty much how it sounded on that track, actually, the face shift track. Oh, yeah. I think I might have actually recreated sort of uh, something like the sound that is on the track, <laughs> which is a very good thing, or it's a difficult thing on the, on the modular. <laughs> I think it sounds something like this. This wasn't a chord. It gets this sort of chorusy effect from this, which I really love. Put a little LFO on there. Yeah. In order to get these chords or playing a single note like this, you, you, there's something called interval and something called degree, and then you can shift these two and that's where you get the different chords. And uh, as you hear, I don't know exactly what does what, but uh, 
something comes out and it's pretty nice. Connect So now I just connected the uh, uh, sequencer to the interval knob on this um, on this uh, on the telharmonic and then you sort of sequencing one pitch of this sequence or of, of this uh, oscillator <laughs> that's a centroid that's kind of like a filtery effect. I mean, you can you can sit for hours and hours and days and weeks with this machine. And back to the uh, analog rhythm, which is my go-to mach drum machine. I must say also both the the modular system and the analog rhythm are they have such a deep learning curve. I mean, modular you can spend uh, eternity with and also the the uh, the electron machines i'm learning more and more as i said but it's still like so much to do it's a little bit sometimes a little bit too much menu diving i think in the electron stuff but it, you have to push like 100 buttons to to program something but it, it's it's a little bit of a cost but then the gain is that you can do so many weird things especially the like the parameter locking and stuff but also just the sound here, oh, here's the loop from that track. Playing. So just take this uh, thing. So this is just a kick, and uh, what I use all the time is a little bit of overdrive. They do the analog overdrive in this. I mean, the whole analog rhythm is analog, of course. Or you can add uh, samples to it as well. So I mean, this is it's so warm and fuzzy. Listen to this. I love this sound. It's taking off the um, overdrive. And of course you can automate this however you want. So there's so much you can do. And I'm shorting in the K a little bit on this one. So that's the kick and then I'm also a big fan of snare solos so I'm using this snare a lot and like pulling the sound up and down on analog drums a lot of fun and I also really like to do this during the tracks and I improvise a little bit also because it makes it more alive and more organic like this and and uh, the toms I'm using, I'm using the analog toms, a little bit of distortion on. Which I really like. And together with the kick, sometimes they hit together so they get a bit of a sort of tiny facey effect, which usually in the bass maybe is not so good, but I like it in this case. Some hats. Oh yeah, and high hats with a little bit of distortion on, because this is the normal one, and with some distortion, it's so nice. Uh, 
hand since you can have samples also i love the 909 ride so i have that on a lot of tracks so that's the sample playing from the analog rhythm and together it's all like sounds like this Uh, and that's all programmed in the sequencer in the analog rhythm. And here I don't think I have any fancy parameter locks. It's just kind of uh, straightforward. And I'm just uh, improvising, working on the snare drum, for instance, while I was recording the audio into the track. Like that. I can put some distortion on that as well. I mean, that's how I do it mostly. I record one track at a time and then I change the parameters. Uh, same with the modular system. You, I mean, you got to record the audio in one go. So classic multi-track recording. That's how I record the tracks. So I just opened up the, from my sequence, I work in Logic Pro and I opened up the MIDI, MIDI file for the, for, the, for the melody, for the modular synth. <laughs> Hmm, oh yeah. Let's see, so now it's playing the sequence, but how did it sound before? No, no. Well, so Changing the pitch a little bit on the... Oh, it's chaos now. maybe so it's not a, playing a chord it's just playing one note and it's get this nice facey sound to it and I use the centroid to make this nice sound and the flux just sort of turns it down and then you can add like a simple cut off. Maybe I did something like that before. A little cut off filter and then add some drums. Doesn't sound like the track, but it's almost. And I, I could add. I had a delay also on the synth, on the modular, which was really big. I have. I have something not the same, but it's some kind of similar stuff set up here. Doesn't sound the same at all. <laughs> oh, here we go. Maybe something like this. Put on all the channels. Or something like that. I was doing stuff on the snare drum. So much fun also even when you make when you arrange your track and you can just uh, do some live tweaks while recording everything because it makes it more fun in the studio. Like this, like adding uh, stuff on the snare like this is like a sort of noisy break.
working with the hi-hats like this, it's also pretty nice. Oh, oh and the, uh, there's a built-in compressor in the analog rhythm, which, which is really good as well, analog compressor. Which is very useful. You hear that when the... You hear that when I pull up the hi-hats like this, pumping very nicely. And I, I use the, the modular system a lot in my live sets as well because then I just improvise melodies on the on uh, different sequencers and uh, change stuff with the sound and see what's gonna happen. And sometimes you can come up with really nice sounding things. Like this is a very soft, nice sound. Resonance from the filter. Oh, I like this one. Very belly, bell, bell, kind of metally sound. Not belly. <laughs> All right. Yeah, something like that. When I play live, I depends a bit where I'm going, but I actually do take my Eurex system with me. It's a, it's in a suitcase. It's in a case, not a suitcase. It's in a case, waterproof case. It's I mean it's really big. So if I'm going very far or if I'm traveling too much, I don't bring it. But I I do bring it because it's so much fun to play live with. Uh, because I mean I'd start with like a simple patch that I know I can make some easy variations with and then I just improvise like bass lines with it or drums percussiony sounds or like blippy bloppy sounds but it's it's the most fun thing to have when I'm playing live otherwise uh, either that or together with the make noise O coast which is much smaller much much smaller but it's also very nice to have live uh, and uh, like a little sequencer, like the Korg SQ1, I usually use to sequence that one. Then it's an assortment of things depending on where I'm going, how much uh, stuff I can bring in the suitcase. Like, uh, am I going by plane or not? Am I going, can I bring like one or two bags, etc. Et Otherwise, I like to bring the mono machine because it's very good to have live because it has the internal sequencer, you can change a lot of stuff and improvise a lot of things very easily and fast during live, live sets. Sometimes I bring the 303, but I was kind of getting tired of that sound. I think I heard it too much now. I don't have the analog rhythm with me live, which was the first idea, but I need to be quicker with it before I bring it on a stage. I'm, I'm not too quick enough with it, like improvising, uh, interesting stuff with it. So I have like a computer, Ableton Live, and I bring Native Inst Instruments machine, and I like make beats with the machine instead on, on that controller, on the machine controller, which is very, very fast to make new drums with on the go. And then some, if I have some other space for some other synths, I bring something else like my Nord lead, uh, also some effect boxes like a delay and reverb so I can work with that little keyboard. I don't know. Depends, actually. Uh, I like to change it up a bit also. Basically, mostly I try to make 
as much improvisation as possible during live sets because it's more fun for me and uh, I don't have any hits that people want to hear anyway so it's better if it's nice groove that's building and taking you on a little ride. Coming up next is of course now in two weeks or soon is the the release of this uh, Pathfinder EP. Then uh, Jonna Knudsen and I I run uh, UFO station recordings with. We are releasing a remix, or we are we remixed Sebastian Mullert, so that's coming out, which I'm very happy about. And I'm gonna start working on an album actually for a record label in New York called 2MR. Then I am doing some more live stuff, working more on my live set, and yeah, that's plenty. I don't have time for more than that. Big thank you to Hans Berg for deconstructing the main track from his new EP, Pathfinder. You can check out the Pathfinder EP on UFO Station Recordings. Find them on Facebook and on the web. We'd also love you to pop by ask.audio, where you can improve your audio and music production skills from recording to synthesis to mixing and mastering. There's everything you could possibly want to watch in the Ask Audio Academy. Thank you for listening. <laughs>